welcome everybody to the Pan Creation Philosophy Podcast. I'm your host, Pocholo Cruz, and this is episode 214. Okay, so I got some guests today that are planning on starting their own podcast fairly soon, Leading to the Light podcast, so be sure to be checking that out. I'll have the hosts of this podcast introduce themselves. Go ahead. Hi, my name is Bella. Hi, my name is Don. Cool, Bella and Don. Hello, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. How are yeah. you? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm awesome. just here talking. So I guess <laughs> speaking of talking, what made you guys uh, wanna wanna start this podcast journey? So for like the longest time, I have had this like draw to like wanting to create a podcast, mm-hmm. and I've always like known that. This was something I wanted to do, but mm-hmm. I it was like more so of like of an, an idea than anything. Okay. And I I had like I bought a, a little microphone probably like two years ago with the intent of like starting up a podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just never knew like what the exact content content that I wanted to create. Mm-hmm. Um, so just so recently with the events that have been occurring in my life, um, I decided to actually like pursue it and it just makes perfect sense to have like Dawn alongside with me because we've both experienced a lot of the same things in our past so it just it fits perfectly with uh, what we're planning to talk about mm-hmm. um, so I'll just kind of like let Dawn talk about and like harp on what we plan on talking about in the podcast okay yeah so it's honestly a, it's a mixture of different stuff more towards okay. the life uh, perspective. Um, we kind of want to cover not only the religious aspect, but psychology and how we both think they both correlate, mm-hmm. especially okay. with life and people. And then, yeah, we just kind of want to speak out on our testimonies and tell what we've personally experienced and what we think and what we see from people as well. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, as the days go by, you learn more and more. And as we kind of want to express ourselves we also want to bring on people to express themselves also as well and yeah it'll it'll be pretty 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 cool yeah um i also want to add like Mm -hmm. what makes our podcast different i feel like is it's it's essentially because like our lives are obviously different from everybody else's so our experiences are maybe something that hasn't been talked about and there's Mm -hmm. especially like a lot of things that we have personally experienced that's like when we express it to like family and friends like they they're kind of like taken aback by it because mm-hmm. they haven't really heard about those events okay. so we want to be able to like share those experiences with other people and really like be able to open their minds to different um topics and ideas i guess i'd say mm-hmm. and just kind of like sharing with them about um just like just being able to have like that connection and connecting like all of these things together because that's kind of like what brought us together is um even though we're different like we're still connected in a way and i feel like with our audience they'll be able to feel that same thing yeah to try and make that same connection with the Mm -hmm. audience exactly okay and i guess in terms of that like what's like i guess what events exactly like led to the creation of it yeah so um personally for me uh growing up i've always kind of felt um i don't want to say like necessarily outcasted but i've Mm -hmm. just felt like my my beliefs and um the way that i would carry myself like i felt a lot different from other people Mm -hmm. just to the sense that um i don't know like i i for like a, a brief background like i grew up 
Um, I went to Catholic school for about nine years of my life. Okay. So that in in itself was like very different from how a lot of people grow up. Like they go to like you know like from a normal like the public school. Of people, it's a different experience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for me, it's kind of like I felt like I was growing up in like a box per se because mm-hmm. I I only had so much in front of me to see, mm-hmm. um, and then. As I like navigated through life, I began to experience like different things, mm-hmm. but I've always had that feeling of like somewhat like being an outcast. Okay. Um, so leading up to it, I would just think about how like I have like a deep passion for wanting to help other people. Okay. So for me feeling that way, I don't want other people to also go through the same feelings that I went through. Mm-hmm. So being able to express and like help people in a way that I can, that's definitely something that like is the um like the sole purpose of why both of us like actually want to like talk about that because like same for dawn he kind of has like a similar experience with that Mm -hmm. so we both kind of like want to aim towards those people who have experienced those feelings and make them feel recognized and seen and understand that like they're not alone with going through that Mm -hmm. and that um there's different ways to go about it and be able to like get yourself out of feelings that are like negative in a sense mm-hmm. um but yeah so i'll let like don kind of talk about too like like why he um felt certain ways like that and like a little bit of his background yeah so my experiences are a lot different i'd say from a lot of different people okay growing up i was i also felt outcasted mm-hmm. you know, i just felt like i didn't belong and then mm-hmm. multiple events led up to certain stuff where it became like a boiling point so when I was like about 18, mm-hmm. I started to struggle in life. I went homeless. Um, I got deep into different areas and drugs, alcohol, mm-hmm. partying, and then even women. Mm-hmm. And I just started to go very downhill. Um, when I was 19, I got depressed to the point to where I needed something to change my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked towards God not a specific god i just said there has to be a god and if there is like can you please help me out mm-hmm. so i actually came up with this idea in my own head um with good intentions come good deeds mm-hmm. so i just decided personally because i believed in karma before god i just decided to say you know what if i have good intentions if i treat people good if i have the best intention for everything like maybe good deeds will come back to me and mm-hmm. i don't have to feel this way okay um leading up to the point um so I was wrestling in college. I first went to a university. The second year, I went to a community college to wrestle, uh, mm-hmm. Big Bang Community College Vikings. And I, I, right off the bat, connected with the wrestling teammates, just like a lot of wrestlers connect with. And this is going to sound crazy, but there's this one tournament, and I had missed weight by 0.1 of a pound. So if mm-hmm. you don't understand, it's like a feather. It's very annoying. Yeah. Especially as a wrestler. It's, it's a very small amount. Yeah, yeah, very small amount. It's yeah. it not only disrespectful to like your coach, but mm-hmm. like your team. You're just like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. And it was a big tournament too. So we're talking about different wrestlers in different divisions. So mm-hmm. there's D1, D2, D3, you know, Juco. Um, I was surprised, taken back. Like, I was like, how did I miss this by 0.1 of a pound? I've, mm-hmm. I've never missed weight before, honestly. Got so it. I was always very good on weight. And uh, I started to have this gut feeling. Like, I started to feel like, wow, like, what if I get injured? Mm-hmm. And I, it started to grow more and more after I weighed in and mm-hmm. to the point where, like, I just had this bad gut feeling like you're about to get injured. Mm-hmm. 
but I kept on feeling like you just have to go through this. You yeah. have to go through this. I, I got scared to the point where I even told my coach, like, hey, is it okay if I don't wrestle? And he was just like, no, you're going to wrestle. You're going to learn your lesson today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's a good coach. I love yeah. him. Tango. Coach yeah. Tango, if you're out there, if you listen to this, he always uh, stays uh, updated with me in my life. So much love to him. Uh, but anyways, I go into my first match. It's against a guy who's in Juco. Um, mm-hmm. He was pretty good. I somehow coincidentally my coach knew him because he coached him in Moses Lake okay and he was a four-time state placer I think two-time state finalist and I had to go up a weight class Mm -hmm. I was already weak and you know going up weight classes in college isn't a smart idea because you're just at a disadvantage and every little movement every little weight matters in a sense for sure so weight class is made for a reason yeah 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 yeah. granted this guy you know if he if he ever listens to this i forgot his name (laughs) guy whoever you are (laughs) you messed him up yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. he may not remember your name he remembers what happened he was a good guy and everything like nothing bad against him but he was like you know a lot bigger than me 165 he was like probably like 6'2 or something Mm -hmm. so i'm in this wrestling match and surprisingly i was doing pretty good on the first round um you know, I was just wrestling the way I was, kind of trying to survive. Mm-hmm. People were already telling me, like, this guy's really good, so be prepared. Yeah. I was already like, oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for the doubt. In case. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Don't we- be bad. <laughs> if you were thinking about it, don't. <laughs> I, I, I always like that yeah that general advice from people <laughs> like yeah just don't fuck. suck yeah <laughs> yeah yeah win yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh really oh man I didn't know yeah there's so much pressure yeah, especially yeah. in the sport of wrestling yeah. and then yeah so the kind of singular pressure yeah because it's you pressure the spotlights yeah. on you yeah. you know it's not like a team thing can't it's look like, like oh wow can't believe that happened yeah <laughs> like blaming so it on your teammates yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um yeah actually i think it was towards the end of the first round okay but he had picked me up mm-hmm. he had a if anybody who's a wrestler out there understands, it was a claw ride, mm-hmm. and he had just grabbed me as a claw leg, picked mm-hmm. me up, and slammed me right on my shoulder. Mm-hmm. I was in so much pain, and I couldn't believe, basically, that it happened. So mm-hmm. in my head, I'm literally face down on the mat, crying, mm-hmm. just holding like my chest like right above my heart. It felt like my shoulder bone had just crushed my heart or something like mm. I, the, the loudest noise came out okay so I, i've never broken a bone yeah and now i know what they say when they say like you know when you break a bone okay yeah the, you're the like noise. oh this is what they did yeah yeah the noise <laughs> yeah. that came out yeah. was like a a big crack a big crack yeah. yeah the ref was really scared for me yeah i couldn't move for like a minute and i don't know why but i just had the urgent feeling to just say you know what it's okay, God. I don't blame you. I'll suffer for you. Mm. And I was in so much pain. I, I don't even know what came over me, if I'm being honest. But mm. I just kept on saying, you know what, God, it's okay. It's okay. I've never been in that much pain or cried before in my life like that, where it was like, wow, this is actually a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. So they ended up carrying me to like the nurse, the nurse's like office in the tournament. It was a pretty big tournament in Spokane. And uh, I'm just there sitting down. There's a couple other wrestlers and like another nurse and she had touched like my chest where it hurt and I just told her like I'm I'm starting to feel weird because I started to get really nauseous and really lightheaded and I just told her can you give me some space please Uh, somehow they all left it was just me inside that room by myself I was laying down and 
my vision started to go out, I just saw the brightest white light I've ever seen in my life. And I was like really honestly scared. Mm. My body went numb. I couldn't feel anything. Mm -hmm. And I actually had the feeling that I was going to die. Hmm. Like I'm not making this up. I got scared to the point to where I, like you know you you don't really know if God is real or not. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But I started to say like God, please don't let me die. Like give me another chance. Like I'm sorry. Like I don't want to die in a wrestling match. Like this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. That's word toward what I said to God. Mm -hmm. You know. Right after I said that, my whole vision came back. My body came back, and I sat up really quick. And literally a second later, the main doctor walks in. He was just like, okay, like, what do we got going on today? And he was just checking out my injury, and he was like, are you sure it's right there? And I was like, yeah. And he said, that's that's impossible. You should have been dead in two minutes. And I was taken back. I was like, what? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm still here, right? He's like, yeah. I mean, go go get an x-ray, you know, get it checked out. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And I was like, okay. So, I obviously, I go throughout the tournament, and... I was like in so much pain like I had to hold my arm up I couldn't move every little movement felt like I was getting stabbed in the chest or something like in my heart probably was like it was probably a bone or something I don't mm -hmm. know but um uh, a whole week passes by I, I was already crushed I had thought my season was over mm -hmm. you know it was my first year at a college for wrestling so I was already pretty sad I was upset like oh I'm not gonna be able to make nationals I'm not gonna be able to have that chance to you know prove myself in a way, um, a week passes by. I'm staying the night at my friend's house down in Richland, uh, Steve Salts, and uh, you know we're just doing casual stuff. We we wake up on Sunday morning and we go to Winco. Decided to go get some food real quick. And as I walk into Winco, uh, this this man stops me and he's with two other ladies and he says, "Hey, is it okay if I talk to you real quick?" Hmm. I was like, "Sure." You know, I I already had the intention. I was like, I was just nice to everybody. I thought he was a Mormon or something. I don't know, but he goes on to say that you know if, if he's listening. I'm sorry, David. I don't. I didn't mean to disrespect you. <laughs> I sure thought he was a Mormon. <laughs> well, I guess what gave you that idea? Did he have like two? Do you think like those were like two wives or what? Like <laughs> no, 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 okay. not even close. Okay. No, 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 no. There's nothing, nothing like wrong that. with Mormons. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not saying we're not. We're not. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with Mormons. They yeah. just—they're very—they're more bolder in coming up to mm -hmm. people and okay. talking to you. Yeah. So I kind of—that's what gave you that. Yeah. The impression. Impression. Just got, oh, yeah, like, yeah. Well, okay. Mm -hmm. Sure. So he had this piece of paper. He was saying that mm -hmm. he—they're on a treasure hunt and they had specific items that they were looking for, and okay. I had those items, oh. and I was kind of like, okay, like what mm -hmm. is this? Okay. Uh, he ended up showing me his paper and he had the first letter of my name because he asked me like what's your name I was like Don he was mm -hmm. like okay he had uh, the color of my clothes he had the color of my friend's clothes and then he had a picture of my haircut he used to have a ponytail in the back a specific mm. picture Okay. so I was already kind of like weirded out and yeah. I was yeah. like okay and mm -hmm. I just I, I came up with the guess like I was like does this have something to do with God mm. and he said yeah it's a pretty good guess actually and I said okay well I'm Catholic could I just keep on shopping because I was raised Catholic as yeah. well uh, come from like a very strict Mexican Catholic family it's very normal mm -hmm. um, he just said he, he chuckled a bit and he said wait did anybody recently get injured in a sports injury and that blew my mind mm -hmm. I was so shocked to the point where I didn't even say anything my friend Stevie had his own injury he had like a pinched nerve on his shoulder Okay. so he goes on to say like yeah I actually have like a pinched nerve on my shoulder it hurts 
So the man, his name is David. He had a, the two ladies next to him. He asked one of them, all right, put your hand on his shoulder and repeat my words. Hmm. And he said, in the name of Jesus, be healed. And my friend Steve, you know, like back then, like if you want to get a clear picture, I was just smoking weed. Mm-hmm. You know, I was partying. I was wrestling. Mm-hmm. I was the guy that get high before a wrestling match. Mm-hmm. You know, to all you guys out there that do martial yeah, arts wrestling. Get elevated. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Elevate was, your I, game. I was that guy. Yeah, right? yeah, you know? yeah. So, what time is it? 420. Yeah. <laughs> 420 every time. Yeah, 420 every time. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> it just happens to no. be. Yeah. yeah. So, like, with that type of persona that I had, it was kind of like, starting to get a little weird to me yeah, like how yeah. this is getting all of a sudden really yeah where weird. you're at at that moment yeah you're like what's this guy talking about yeah <laughs> so steve the lady ended up re- repeating his words mm-hmm. steve started tripping out okay he started moving his arm around saying like what the f what the f is this like what's going on mm-hmm. walking up and down the aisle of wimco mm-hmm. like just the beginning aisle Got it. and i was so taken back i just told him everything that happened to me the week before i was like mm-hmm. you don't understand i mm-hmm. literally almost died like i have this bad injury right here on my chest mm-hmm. like i don't know how you know who you are but and he just said okay let me pray for you and he put his hand on my chest where it hurt mm-hmm. and he did like a 10 second prayer he you know mm-hmm. it was a different prayer i've never heard this type of prayer before you know growing up catholic you you have you hear the prayers of hope mm-hmm. it's like oh god please give me this and that or like can you please help me mm-hmm. instead he prayed in a way where he was like rib be fully healed all pain go away holy spirit come in heal him fully mm-hmm. and took off his hand he said all right move it started moving my arm i was within an instant it was healed automatically it completely scared me um for anybody Anybody that hears this in the future, if you've gone through that, then you understand it. But personally, that's what I went through. And it scared me to the point where I was like, oh, like God is real. And then I started thinking about all the stuff I do. I'm like, wow. Mm. So God is showing me he's real. It just scared me. So I ended up getting in contact with him. To this day, now he's my mentor, my teacher. Um, You know, he's just a normal Christian guy. Um, anybody that knows the Bible, especially New Testament, you know, there's multiple scriptures where Jesus say, my believers will do the same works that I do and they'll be do, they'll do even greater works because I'll be with the Father. And he claims that all believers are able to do miracles and healing and, you know, telling demons to flee and all that good stuff. So it's where he started correlating to me the Bible and how it's real. And I was so shocked because I didn't really know about that. I thought that was, you know, it's like you grow up Catholic, you like believe because they tell you to believe. But I didn't really believe like that until it happened to me. So it scared me out of my mind because I was like, wow, everything I've learned is actually real. And, you know, it, it, it changed my whole life. After that point, I uh, quit smoking weed. I, uh, you know, I used to be like very addicted to porn. It's a normal thing for a lot of young men. And I just quit automatically. Like my whole like life switched up. Um, I I learned how to start praying for people like that. Um, if anybody needs prayers, like hit me up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that, three years have passed by, and now I'm here standing today. And uh, you know, I've I've seen a lot. I've experienced a lot that I don't really even like to talk about because I don't want to scare people or seem like I'm intruding or trying to push a religion on them. It's more of like when they know. If they want to know, they get to know. I mean, I personally did it with you and your wife, you know, uh, growing out the legs. It heals the back. It's like a supernatural thing. So I I experienced that supernatural thing that's led me to this point now. And just recently, um, 
I just decided to give myself to God full-time, so I want to start a full-time ministry, which is why this Leading to the Light podcast is the beginning of talking about uh, different events that's happened and different events that happen as the days go by, and then also kind of like life, how as humans we we don't really know and we experience certain stuff and you know there's countless people that have strong testimonies about god and there's countless people that they've never seen or experienced god so they have no reason to believe which is perfectly fine god the way i know god is god is very gentle and loving he doesn't really mind it's sad because he wants a relationship with you but you know it's not your fault if you never experienced it he is still working with you so you know, that's personally like my story of how like I got to this point of wanting to be on this podcast now where it's mainly about kind of like life, but also supernatural experiences. Because, yeah, what I'm telling you, I've seen it all. I've seen some crazy miracles happen where I, I didn't think stuff was real. And then when you experience something like that, where literally 10 seconds before this, this guy, this random guy prays for you, you still have this pain in your chest where it feels like it hurts so much. And it was crazy because he prayed for me right before I was going to get an x-ray. But it's like, why go get an x-ray now when you don't have any pain? All my pain just completely disappeared and I gave my life to Jesus Christ right there and then. So that's personally my story with that. Yeah, that's what led you to then want to uh, share your story mm-hmm. on your on your podcast. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then how about you, Bella? Was there anything particular that led you to wanting to create this yeah so i would say like the base for both of us is just like growing through adversity um like kind of how i touched about like i kind of felt like an outcast growing up um like i i kind of said before um growing up in a catholic school like anybody who has gone to a catholic school like you just know how like structured it is and like you're not able to kind of think for yourself because they teach you all of these values and ideas that strictly like within the catholic religion so it's like i didn't have the ability to learn outside of that which in a sense is kind of good because i was sheltered from a lot of things um that were negative but at the same time um my school was predominantly white and growing up as like a mexican female um there was not a lot of uh diversity for me to kind of like be able to relate to other people Mm -hmm. so as i grew older i started paying more attention to that and um me and my best friend um we became close in kindergarten and both of us were mexican so we kind of like grew this alliance together like not intentionally because we're mexican but like we kind of bonded because of that so we stuck together throughout the years and like um like i said as i grew older i began to kind of compare myself to all the girls around me and they they just looked a lot different from me you know like they had like lighter hair like colored eyes lighter skin a lot of them were like a lot skinnier than i was so i just like began like doubting my appearance and feeling like i wasn't good enough in a sense which was like really impacted me especially like in like growing up as an adolescent you know like that's where you're molding who you are as a person so that really like impacted me um mentally so as i like grew up and like went into high school and stuff i kind of i kind of battled with different areas of like anxiety i went through like different types of like depression um and it's like it's really crazy too because a lot of people who know me personally know me as like a super happy person like i i carry it very well um so they would like never guess that like that's like how i am you know but it's like kind of scary knowing that um people who 
show on the outside that they may be like okay you never know what they're going through like what their what their story is or like the experiences that they've gone through so that's like something that I specifically want to touch on and like give hope to people um in the sense that like you can grow from it and get through that adversity um because like we're both living testimonies of that you know like not only did I go through that but like I've gone through like a good amount of like relationship trauma in my life um in my past like I've had like a a lot of hard relationships and I would always question like why it was happening to me but um as I stand here today like I know and I understand why every event has occurred in my life and I understand that it was like to mold me into who I am today which is like it's a really cool idea and it's hard to understand um over the time you know kind of like understanding why certain things occur especially if it's negative things um but like similar to dawn like i have like a a background where uh growing up in sports um i I felt really drawn to wrestling all my life um my dad was he participated in wrestling in high school so he had like a passion for it um same with my brother my brother started when he was like i think he was maybe seven years old so I had always been surrounded by the wrestling community and just kind of witnessing that and my dad really wanted me to start when I was like the same age as my brother but I personally like my mom kind of got in my head so when I would go sit in the practices my mom would always like make comments like oh like it stings in here she'd be like it smells like feet and I'd be like (laughs) just you know thinking like a girl like I'm like ah well it's probably not something that girls should do you know like I just I didn't want to have that idea where like lose my femininity in a way so I kind of pushed myself away from the opportunity Uh, I didn't actually get into wrestling until my junior year of high school and it was very sporadic and weird in a sense to me how I how I actually decided to get into it because I my main sports were soccer and swimming growing up so mainly soccer like I was in club soccer for a majority of my life And then it so happened that my junior year of high school, because it was very competitive, uh, I played soccer for Arborview High School, and um, it was like super competitive, like all the girls were very, very talented, and not that I wasn't talented, but I just wasn't as talented as they were, so when I tried out for the team, um, I didn't end up making it for varsity, and like varsity's like uh, juniors and seniors, right, and they offered me to play JV, but like I'm gonna be honest like my pride like I did not want to play JV as a junior so I was like you know what like I'm just not gonna play soccer this year and I decided to go through with the wrestling route and that was honestly the best decision that I've ever made in my life I I developed a very strong passion for it because a lot of wrestlers in a sense not all of them but a lot of them were outcasts and we kind of like developed this community where it's like it's a sport that not a lot of people can go through Mm -hmm. and it's really like admirable to see that people who have had a hard background or they have felt these these feelings of like not belonging and it's like it's like a getaway in a sense to be able to express yourself in the sport of wrestling and so that's something for me like really changed my life um i i wrestled my junior and senior year like i said and then i also had the opportunity um one of my coaches he he still like inspires me today. He's super amazing. His name is Coach Pine. Uh, he was the head coach of uh, the Nevada wrestling team here. Mm. And he also coached at Palo Verde High School. And um, he ended up giving me the opportunity to wrestle in college. So that was like something that I would have never considered. Mm-hmm. But I had the opportunity. So I was like, yeah, like l- let me go ahead and try it out. 
So I, I started my first year, uh, it was a community college up in uh, Washington State. It was called Grace Harbor College. Mm-hmm. And um, it didn't go necessarily as I planned it to go, just because my background of barely getting into wrestling, um, mm-hmm. like for those of you who are familiar with it, it's folk style wrestling in high school. Mm-hmm. And then for women in college, it's freestyle wrestling. Mm-hmm. So it's a completely different style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And even like not having that much background underneath my belt and experience uh, I was a little bit scared just because I had like only maybe a couple months before I went out for college to learn freestyle Mm -hmm. so I like I had to like catch on quick and I'm a quick learner but at college level wrestling like understanding that these girls like they're yoked they're huge mm-hmm. and like i was like they're this athletes, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly like that's no they didn't joke just wander onto the wrestling room it's like oh what's going on yeah, yeah like they're just like you'll look at them and be like bro there's no way i'm about to go against that girl like mm-hmm. i'd be so scared because um i was like a little bit smaller at the time i think i weighed like maybe like in high school i was wrestling 113 to like 120 mm-hmm. um but like come to college i was like around 140 and like 140 in high school is not that big still like it's like pretty like average you know mm-hmm. but then once i went to college like these girls were like naturally probably walking around like 160 150 cutting down to 140 mm-hmm. so they're like straight muscle and when i saw that i was like i'll tell my coach all the time i'm like coach like there's <laughs> no way you're about to put me in a match with them yeah so, you want to say something yeah i remember uh, you were telling me you were, she actually wrestled one of my teammates mm-hmm. and she my teammate, um, I forgot her last name is Yates, but she's actually on the world team. Mm. So like, yeah, she, oh, on the world team, yeah. yeah so she, she, she dabbles in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, she exactly. she went against someone that was really good before mm. they were known to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, she went. I remember her telling me that story, and I yeah. personally like that was my team. I like you went against her, <laughs> and she was a national champ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, she ended up. I think. Uh, being on the world team or for sure placing in the u.s open mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so yeah yeah i could personally say like, yeah she had some pretty yoked girls yeah mm-hmm. granted mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. when i when i saw her i was like i'm going against her mm-hmm. and my coach is like yeah like he had so much faith in me bless yeah. bless coach pine's heart because he would always like have so much like <laughs> faith and be like it's okay bella like just you got it you got to just go in there like and then i'd be like okay so i went in that match and like i was pretty confident but like when I saw her stature, I was like, there's no way. Like, she placed her hand, like, right when they blew the whistle, she placed her, her. I think it was her hand on my shoulder or something, mm-hmm. and it was just, like, immediate weight, and I was like, oh, no, this is not going to go good. <laughs> so, I just, I don't know, not that, like, I got discouraged from that, so it's, like, specific event, but, like, as I continued to go through my season, uh, I, I, like, started getting sick a lot, mm-hmm. and then, I don't know if it was because of, like, the Washington weather from being from Vegas, like, mm-hmm. it was, like, a drastic change, mm-hmm. and, um, I just wasn't able to, to get a season that I was expecting, you know, mm-hmm. so it's kind of crazy, because I actually met Don there, um, when I was in college in Washington, um, I met him, actually through one of my exes which is kind of funny but um we had met through um they wrestled together and i i met him uh i forgot what we were doing i think we went to it was like a state wrestling match for washington yeah. and we had like all driven in the car together and it's so crazy to me because i vividly remember when i met dawn mm-hmm. because our conversation was about god mm. and at that time i kind of like i it didn't like really shock me or anything like that because i just i just like 
was um able to participate in the conversation because of like my catholic background but i didn't really like i was kind of straying away from god in a sense at that point because once i got into high school um i was exposed to so many different things and that i wasn't able to like kind of like dive into before so i got kind of distracted um with having like a super strong faith like i've always had my faith there but it was just like I was like straying away you know mm-hmm. so at that point i was kind of just like hmm, that's like kind of interesting that we're talking about god um but that was like the first time i met him we had no contact after that um obviously because like i had a boyfriend at the time and like we didn't we didn't like plan on keeping in contact at all um and then like years passed in uh because we like had each other on social media mm-hmm. and then we reconnected because of like uh this past summer I actually worked in door-to-door sales mm. and uh that's something that my brother also inspired me to get into just because i've seen like the amount of success that he's had and i highly recommend like door-to-door sales is not for everybody but it's definitely a set of skills that will help push you on for the rest of your life like mm. that's i haven't been able to learn that anywhere else but i will say like why i value wrestling so much is because everything that i've learned within wrestling like the grit and the drive and being able to just push yourself through adversity uncomfortable moments being able to do things that nobody else wants to do um it's it it's not something that can be learned unless you actually experience that within like especially martial arts you know a lot of like fighters like you go through having to cut weight like that's super hard and then perform at your best ability and learning like all that grit in wrestling really helped me within like sales too because i was able to push myself because it's like it's so crazy the lifestyle like salesmen live because like we we would literally starve ourselves all day just to like be out there making sure that we're knocking the hours so like we're not eating like barely drinking walking hours in the heat because um i worked out in virginia state Mm -hmm and um it was so hot like it was crazy the humidity and everything like that but i just had this drive like to prove to myself that i could do something that was hard and like and like finish it out all the way um and i like i really gained that from wrestling so it's like so cool to me to know that everything that i've like all the all the hard times in my life have actually made a difference and like they meant something so that that's what i took away from that but um yeah, it was pretty cool. Like when I when I met Don, um, since like we had talked about God, like that was always in the back of my head. Like when I would see his name or like a picture of him or something, I would just think like, oh yeah, like that's a dude I talked to about God, you know? And then um we reconnected because of like the company that I worked for was EcoShield. And um ironically enough, he worked for the same company this past summer, except he was in Seattle and I was in Virginia. And I saw him post something about eco shield like he was wearing the shirt and like i i reconnected with him that way and i was like hey like i work for eco shield too like what company do you work or yeah like not company but what um office do you work for and then he he was like telling me seattle and then like we kind of like touched about like what we were doing with sales and stuff and then um he was just like we were just catching up and stuff and he had asked me about like he was trying to like get to know about like who i am as a person and then like i would like tell him because typically when people get to know you they'll ask like oh like are you like do you have like a faith base or like anything like that right so he had asked me about like my faith and at the time i was going through like a hard patch where i was like super confused about what i believed in um a lot of people in this generation like with 
with like around our ages they're getting into it's called like new age spirituality so i'm not sure if like you're familiar with that but it's nope, like so go ahead explain okay i got you so it's like basically a lot of girls are into it more than guys but there are guys into it it's like having to do with like crystals and like tarot cards and like um like what else like manifesting angel numbers like all that stuff i had never known about any of that before until social media Mm -hmm. so it definitely influenced me and it like piqued my interest because like what they're they're talking about is kind of like you have the ability to have control over your life and kind of like bring certain events in and stuff like that so i was like well that sounds kind of cool like i don't like not having control of my life because like who doesn't right but um i kind of like started touching on that but after a while i like i began to recognize like it wasn't fulfilling me like i felt like i i constantly had to like chase something Mm -hmm. that like so i I was trying to obtain like some level of satisfaction and it was like every single thing that like I would I would kind of like go into I wouldn't allow myself to dive in for some reason and I'm like glad that I didn't because like now that I know like it's it's definitely like it's a it's like a feedback loop that never stops so Mm. once you get into like one thing you get into like a rabbit hole too so it's like one thing and then to like another thing and then another thing Mm into the sense where like a lot of people now it's like their entire personality and they don't know how to like separate themselves from it Got it. and um so i was going through that like the, the confusion between that and then when don and i were talking he like asked me about that and like i was like you know what like it's funny you ask that because i'm actually questioning right now like about mm-hmm. faith and stuff um and like what i believe in and then he was just super interested in about my background like i explained to him like how i went to catholic school and all of that and then um he just like started talking to me about god again and like we really connected on that level like he helped broaden my um my knowledge on things that i was not aware of and um the more interested i became like the more like we grew closer together and we just had like an instant connection where i feel like i've known him for like the entirety of my life almost you know kind of like when you meet people and it's like oh like i've known you all my life or something (laughs) that's kind of like how i felt with him um so it's like super cool like how we've been able to build off this this relationship like it's it's like based on god so it's like it's continuing to grow and it's it's a really beautiful thing in my opinion because it's like it's so much deeper than just like our selfish desires of wanting to create like a a relationship and like a bond Mm -hmm. it's like it's structured into something like the spiritual aspect and i feel like that's something that a lot of people don't really necessarily tap into maybe because they're not educated about it or aware about it but it's like once you're aware of like the spiritual aspect of a relationship the deeper it will become because it's like it's more than just like having a person's heart it's like actually like knowing who they are like as not just like mentally and like physically but actually like soul wise you know like being able to connect with them like on a soul level like that's that's a whole different aspect that i feel like people aren't aware of so it's like a a pretty cool thing how we were brought together and just like the the divine intervention of how everything played out was like our lives were set perfectly and like the timing was perfect for everything that like brought us to where we are now Mm -hmm. and it's like so surprising to me but um yeah like don's really helped me out and like i i experienced like the same thing what he was saying like how he prays for people i had really really bad back pain um out in virginia i actually had to cut my summer short with knocking 
because it got to the point where like I literally could not walk for long periods of time because of how bad it was um and I've like always had back pain my entire life I actually have it's called like a rudimentary disc in my Mm. lower back so it's a lot of pressure that puts on me it actually like what stopped me from playing soccer as well because Mm. um it caused hip pain with running and all of that so it's like always been a constant um like dull pain that has been there um but it was like aggravated because of all the walking I was doing in Virginia so once Don he prayed for my back like I kid you not it surprised me because after going to like countless chiropractors doctors everything like nothing has helped me um until he prayed for my back like it it immediately healed it and it was just like this feeling of like like wow like same thing how he said like I didn't realize how much doubt I had that God was real until I had the evidence right in front of my face it's like how can you deny it then when it's like it's like been shown to you like plain and simple right so it's like with that whole occurrence like I decided to devote my life to God as well like I gave my life to Jesus Christ and since then like I've just had this passion of like wanting to just dive deeper and that's like the whole purpose of like us wanting to create this like ministry within this podcast is like showing that it doesn't matter where you start but it's like the the process of understanding of like wanting to achieve that end goal and that that drive to have to accomplish um basically your purpose in life and it's like that's what I'm starting to understand now and everything's just like clicking you know it's like fitting perfectly and so yeah so now we're just both super passionate about wanting to spread this word and helping relieve people from any any moments of like adversity you know like helping to give them that hope and um to show them that like yeah like basically no matter how hard times get like it's anything's possible with god Hmm. okay got it Mm -hmm. i mean that's quite sounds like quite a journey in terms of how you guys met so yeah from wrestling to talking about god to Mm -hmm. sales yeah talking about it talking again yeah exactly into into creating this together like leading leading to the light podcast yeah all right so i mean seems like pretty succinct but so if you were to i guess like describe like why someone like should listen like what what would they expect let's say like in a short like a like summary like how, how would you entice someone to listen um i personally would like say just basing on like if you've experienced any type of adversity in your life and you feel like there's no hope or you feel like you're just not seen as a person like we're here to show you and tell you like you are seen and you have a purpose in this life and understand that what we're going to be talking about may be things that you need to hear and um being able to like relate to us on a level too like i'm sure um what we've gone through is like a majority of like what a lot of people have gone through it may not be the same exact experiences but maybe the emotions behind it like you'll be able to connect with us on that level um and even if not if you can't find any means to connect um we just hope to inspire people in some type of way and understand like when you set your mind to something you can really accomplish anything it's just having that drive and that passion to do so and actually being able to take action because action is the part that matters Mm -hmm. um it's really beautiful to see everything come to fruition with all of the the work and dedication that you put into it because a lot of people have these ideas like they have great ideas um and they don't necessarily have the plans 
or the drive to actually put it into action and i feel like that's what's lacking in this in this generation especially mm-hmm. yeah it's like big thing that i love talking about is like the whole thing with social media and the kind of like the shadow that it has over everybody's lives and how people feel like everything's just instant gratification that way mm-hmm. so it's it's really ingrained into people's psychology in a sense where they developed a lot of habits that are not healthy mm-hmm. and maybe they're not aware of it so like we want to be able to explain to them like hey like kind of like open your eyes in a sense like this is what's happening and um because we've personally experienced a lot of it so like we just want to help people in that sense yeah yeah and that kind of inclusive inclusivity there okay. yeah what, what were you gonna say Dom? um honestly i think uh where a lot of people could relate on you guys don't know the boxer tyson fury so he actually has a pretty cool story with god you know he's a he's a righteous man of god but he had this very depression he, he made it all he was a champion um be uh, what do you remember the guy's name that he beat? uh Klitko? no it's uh vladimir klitschko yeah vladimir klitschko you know he was like uh, the reigning boxing champion and tyson fury actually beat him but after he beat him he felt kind of empty and he talks about this a lot you could search up on Tyson Fury in his life but he tried committing suicide multiple times he was depressed and at one point he just decided to get on his knees and beg God and he says that this weight came off of his shoulders and he was able to rebound so if you don't know about him he was like very well into drugs as well like coke uh, drinking gained like a lot of weight and he somehow um, I guess like miraculously with god probably he came back into the boxing world and then as if you guys all know tyson fury and wilder fights you know, mm-hmm. they're pretty famous and mm-hmm. he has that one famous fight where he got knocked out and it seems like he was dead yes but he gets up and he like says it he's like i got up like lazarus and if you mm-hmm. don't know about the story of lazarus he was dead and jesus raised him up from the dead so it's a when i think about kind of what we've been through too it's like there's there's people out there that you you probably know their names, but they've been through the same stuff where they've always had this feeling of emptiness and wantingness, and they didn't find it until they had God. And Tyson Fury is someone I admire a lot because of his journey as well. Um, a lot of people, I think, get confused with what it means to be Christian. What it means to be Christian is not that person that goes to church every Sunday or seems like they're a nice person. It's actually the journey that goes along with it. Um, it's a relationship with God, and it's something that I think a lot of people don't really know about that they could have or obtain until maybe they give it a listen. And sometimes it takes the right person to tell them um, or they might decide to give it a chance. And yeah, that's personally what I feel as well with this podcast is where someone could listen and maybe decide to give God a chance because you never really know until it happens. Um, there's a lot of... so my hypothetically like let's say if i didn't believe in god let's say it never happened to me mm-hmm. personally i don't believe in god i know god is real mm-hmm. because you know when you get miraculously healed you can't really deny it but let's say so if you believe in god and you die and there is no heaven then you're good you go to the same place as a non-believer mm-hmm. but let's say you don't believe in god and you die and there is a heaven mm-hmm. You're basically fudged. Like you're, you know, you're deep down. And uh, someone that I actually heard this about from is um, it was on the Logan, the Logan podcast. Uh, it was Georgie and Mike, and they were talking about that. Like, if you really think about it, like the chances of 
God being real could be very high, especially according to just like history in general. There's always been a God figure no matter what. And people tend to see like that comes from somewhere. So it's kind of like a very maybe new way to look at it. Like, wow, what if God is real? Because instead of like putting down the idea of God is real, like maybe we should try to elevate the idea. Okay, let's actually find out if God is real. Most of the time with a lot of people that have a spiritual relationship with God, they tend to say like, yeah, as I looked into it, God actually came into my life and I felt I felt this warmness and this peace. And, you know, that's kind of what I want to say for people that, hey, like, give our podcast a listen because you might hear some things that you could relate on. Mm-hmm. And like coming from me personally, like I was just I was a bad person back then. Like I was not that guy. You know, I, I, if anybody didn't deserve God's grace. It, it would probably be me, if I'm being honest. But God being so loving, and especially with the whole Jesus Christ story where he actually died for our sins to the point to where God didn't have anything against us, to where he wants to love us, it definitely showed me, like, wow, like, no matter how deep you are, no matter how bad, uh, God could always bring you out of any pit that you dig yourself into. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I just wanted to like add to um, it's not necessarily like a religious podcast what we have mm-hmm. because um, like being a Christian doesn't essentially mean that we follow the religion mm-hmm. um, like Don said it's it's a relationship personal relationship that you have with God mm-hmm. and things that you have experienced so it's something much more personal than what like religions like to do like they like especially us like growing up Catholic it, it's a very specific checklist of things that you have to be to in order be considered like a a proper catholic and it's like knowing the fact that it's not specific to any type of like religion at all like we there's something that can be taken away like i personally feel like anybody could take anything away from our podcast so like be open-minded to knowing like just because like we're talking about god doesn't necessarily mean like it's religious so i feel like keeping that in mind is definitely like super important because um you never know what might help you out like don said so yeah it's just like just we're talking about like our relationship with god i just wanted to like clear that up yeah personally i'm really against religions if i'm being honest Mm. it sounds weird coming from a guy who just loves jesus christ right (laughs) but uh i i just see this perspective where and this is what i mean where i want to actually include people and make them feel like heard where religions tend to kind of bash on people mm-hmm. and like not every religion you'll meet you'll meet a lot of good people but you meet a lot of bad people as well mm-hmm. you know and in the bible they call that uh, wolves in sheep's clothing they're basically disguised as good people but inside they really don't care about you mm-hmm. and they probably have bad attentions for you as well so i see that in a lot of religions where it's mostly man-made and it's kind of like a power trip system mm-hmm. it's like especially the catholic religion man like coming from the pope there's nowhere in the bible that says we're supposed to have a pope i'm just saying that as like a guy who actually knows the catholic religion very well mm-hmm. and went through all the stages and uh you know obviously catholic is the biggest mm-hmm. sector of christianity in the yeah. world that i don't know what rank they are but they're pretty rich you know they're like a really rich organization mm-hmm. they're like that's a, never wronged anyone yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no one's no let's, let's be people. honest like if, if anybody, no flaws from the catholic <laughs> if anybody could be guilty it's definitely yeah. catholics i'm not saying catholics are bad uh, i'm just saying um i think the structure of the religion is not what god wants mm-hmm. but hey i mean what can we do it's there it's there it's what people feel like they're drawn to and mm-hmm. i will agree with people where the brainwashing aspect does come into place oh 100 yeah 100 yeah, where 
it's like I kind of want to open people's minds and just say like, hey, have you actually read the Bible? Because if you read the Bible, there's a lot of things that go against what a lot of religious people like to do or think. Yeah. Um, And I think too, like the Bible is typically very misinterpreted because of like the the ideas that are implemented by religion and they, they will only show you surface level of like what the Bible is. So they'll feed you these ideas of what they want you to know, not necessarily of like what is available for you to learn. So it's like, in that sense should tell you like they're not in your best interest because it's like you are your own person and you have the ability to curate this this knowledge and this education for yourself so it's like especially like when you become closer to god like developing that relationship you literally have the power of like the holy spirit within you to interpret what the bible is telling you specifically so those people who are reading it and they're non-believers they don't necessarily have that touch with God. So they don't have the same ability to interpret the Bible as it's meant to be interpreted because they don't they don't have that connection. So they're not they're they're blinded in a sense, like they're blinded and they're they're deaf to the words that are being said because they're not they're not able to comprehend on that level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um one thing that just popped in my head is especially with Jesus Christ, you know, the Pharisee Jews they asked him like, Hey, like what do you say if you really are the Messiah? What's like your two greatest commandments? And Jesus Christ said, love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as you love yourself. And I think that itself, you don't even have to be religious to do that or whatever, but those two things could actually help you out in life a lot. And he also goes on to explain, like, what does loving a person really mean? Like, do you actually love that neighbor? Like, a neighbor could be anything, like, you know, a homeless person on the side of the street, are you going to decide to look the other way around? Or are you going to decide to, like, you know, have some empathy and maybe, like, try to help them out in some sort of way? And uh, I think uh, a big thing that stands out to me, if anybody has experienced it, is, like, when you're kind, when you're just, when you decide to just want to be nice and help people, you feel good inside yourself. You mm-hmm. actually feel like you're, you're whole. You feel this peace of, like, you know that you have this kindness and empathy for people. And trust me, like, it, it's something you work on because, like, I've always kind of had it before I had God, but now I, like, fully have it. But before I had God, you obviously, like, have this... I had this survivor mindset where you, you kind of learn that people don't really care about you and you can't really trust everybody. Um, so I built that up, but God has honestly freed me from that type of survivor mindset where all the trauma has come in and maybe made a key part of my personality where... I had things that wasn't really good, things that I do, but things that I've changed and still changing to this day. And I'm very happy about it. Cause even like with Bella too, like Bella has helped me so much to become a better person. And it was this relationship that we have with each other, but with God as well. Um, it creates like this triangle effect where God is at the top point and we're both reaching. And it's like, um, there's a lot of, uh, Jordan Peterson, he talks about this. He says, even if God wasn't real, religion itself or God itself is a good aspect to try to strive for. Because let's say he is perfect and you read about how perfect he is. Is it really bad to strive to be like God? If you think about that, you know, God says, don't be lazy. You know, be kind. Don't steal. You know, don't don't uh, cheat on your wife. You know, like these are these are valuable things you could learn in life. You know that you could take into your life and it would actually help you out a lot maybe to even become successful you know in whatever dreams you want to do because god does say that 
He wants to prosper you and give you dreams and hopes for a future. He wants to give you land. That's a saying that he actually wants to benefit you. He wants to help you out. A lot of people don't know too is Jesus wasn't poor. Ever since the day he was born, three wise men gifted him, what was it, gold? Frankincense and myrrh. Uh-huh, exactly. You know, I, I heard recently, he wore on one day purple and white linen. Like, if that was today, he'd be wearing a suit, probably the most expensive suit. You know, he, he rode on a donkey. That was the Cadillac of that day. Mm. So it's like a lot of people don't understand. They have this weird mindset like, oh, like we had to be poor. We, you know, you have to have this mindset. We have to, you know, no, 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 no. Jesus wasn't poor. You know, he was a carpenter. He was a hard worker. He had, a, he had honestly money ever since then, according to his life, if you look at the Bible. So it's like God doesn't want you to live poor. He actually wants to prosper you. And that's where I honestly truly believe too in my case. Once God came into my life, not only did I, did I become a better person, but I became successful in my own mindset where I started to see fruitation of my life changing. It wasn't just me because there's like, if I kept on doing me, I would have been smoking weed, uh, going with different women, partying to this day. Now I'm to the point where I actually have this mindset that I'm changing to be just like Christ, which is obviously impossible, but if you think about it, what's so bad about striving for perfection? Got it. And that's the stuff you guys plan on talking about. So, mm -hmm. very interesting stuff. Uh, how can people follow you to learn more? So, we are starting up an Instagram. We have, like, our own personal Instagrams for now where we're mm -hmm. kind of, like, posting a little bit about our ministries. Sure. Um, so, my at is Isabella, and it's I-S-A-B-E-L-A -E dot Luna, L-U-N-A-A. -A. And then... Um, Don's Instagram. Yeah, what's your? Yeah, so uh, I'm actually uh, I'm on Instagram and mm -hmm. TikTok. I'm, I'm mostly posting on TikTok. Mostly posting on TikTok. Yeah, okay. A lot of people gravitate towards what I have to say on there. Right. Um, Hello, China. Yeah. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, literally, <laughs> literally. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Senator Mao. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's a Don underscore salsa eight 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 D O N underscore S A L S A eight 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 on Instagram that's, that's, and TikTok. That's the same on Instagram yeah. and, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so Got it. I'd say follow me on Instagram so I could. I mean, like, let's be honest. Like, they might take they might take down TikTok any day now. Yeah, for sure. But TikTok it's coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TikTok. I am posting my posting mostly a lot of videos for now. Yeah, for now <laughs> until I have to transition. Yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, yeah. I'll definitely put the link in my bio on Instagram as well. That mm -hmm. links to our podcast page. Got it. Um, so when we actually start it up and start posting more episodes, like you guys will have the ability to access it there. Um, yeah. Cool. Leading to the live podcast. All right. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yeah.